Hello, you Hello, guys. Hello, and welcome back to the second episode of Grits to Glam. We have made it a full week with a podcast. I know. Wow. Thank wow, you. I'm really proud of us. Thank you for all listening. Um, we have listeners in 44 states. I mean, that is, I can't even Insane. imagine. I've never even been to 44 states, nor do I think I ever will. There's some states that I don't think I'm ever going to go to. Uh, unless including. They, including, but not trying to single anyone out. Alaska, Hawaii, Idaho, Rhode Island, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Um, Yeah, so no listeners there. And I'm pretty sure I know some South Dakota people. So Also, I know people in Wyoming. And my brother lives in Alaska. It's so pretty crazy. Tyler, if you're listening to this, just kind of rude. Maybe that, listen to the podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know why I'm shouting him out on the podcast. Because obviously he didn't listen. Clearly. So. Uh, maybe we should reach out via carrier pigeon or something like that. Right. Um, but thank y'all so much for that's absolutely insane. Insane. I know. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure for the second episode to kind of continue all to keep listening. So we promise we will not disappoint. No, we won't. Um, our top state was obviously Alabama. You yes. know, we were really happy to see that. And then we had some, some Georgia strong people as well. And then California. So, you know, it's really Everything's just following us from know, the south. From the south, grits to the glam. I mean, it is amazing. We also had listeners from um, Canada, Australia. Did we have the UK or? Okay, I think so. I UK. think so. And we were also what the number two podcast in Lebanon. I mean, I am just. I don't even know how everyone is finding out about it, but I am saying thank you. Thank you. And I'm so you. gracious. Like I'm crying in the club. <laughs> Um, no, but we are so happy to be back um, recording episode two. And we have so many fun things to talk about, like um, our weekend recaps. It's been two weekends since we recorded the first episode, right? right. So there's a lot to pack in there. We have some pop culture, drama phenomenons, Coachella talk. Um, and then we are going to read an email that we got our first user submitted email. Right. So. And thank you all to ask asking those questions on Instagram. If we don't get to those this episode, we will definitely kind of keep those in mind. And we will. So sit back, relax and put your headphones on. And enjoy this. Or if you're commuting, <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't discriminate if you're commuting to work. And enjoy episode two. It's the Grits. It's the Glam. It's the Grits. And oh, you know the Glam. Oh, it's the Grits. It's the Glam. It's the Grits. Okay, so a lot has happened in the past two weeks, including Tristan starting a new job. I got a new job. It's so exciting. A lot of people on Instagram specifically don't think that I have a um, full-time job, but I've always had, ever since I graduated, really, like the month I graduated in 2018 from college, I've had a nine-to-five job, essentially. And it's been like marketing, and I've been at a startup, and... Now I'm back to the agency life. So Yeah, so tell us about this new job. The new job's amazing. I'm a social um, specialist, so I'm doing like social strategy, etc. Today we had a meeting in the metaverse, which was I mean, it's insane. I think I, I don't I can't even fathom a world where it's like our everyday, you know, like meeting agenda to go into the metaverse because like you walk and talk around the metaverse as if like when you walk up to people 
you can start to hear their audio more. So it represents. It's crazy how work from home is turning into a virtual thing. I know. I'm so thrilled with it. It actually made me feel like I was playing The Sims. So I was even more inclined to actually like continue work. And if you're my new job, you know, hearing this, I am loving everything. I know, but I'm also saying that they need to send you an Oculus. I know. To I, really get the full experience. Really, if anyone wants to send me an Oculus, some of our friends have them. And they're so cool. They're so fun. The games you can play not only. And then just realizing like. I don't know. It's such a cool future of like working from home because obviously this job is in Minneapolis and I'm, you know, when I got it, people are like, are you moving to Minneapolis? I was like, oh my God, no. I mean, sure, it's a wonderful place, but I'm I'm setting sail in uh, Los Angeles right now. So <laughs> I don't think I'm going anywhere anytime soon. Right. Good. Good. Um, and then other kind of work things happened, I guess. I had a um, sponsored event with Vizzy. Which was so much fun. It was a drag brunch in West Hollywood. I mean... It was life-changing. I had such a great time. We were dancing. They launched a new mimosa flavor. Um, like they're the so good. So yes. good. Not even an ad right now, but like they were amazing. And I know. And they so kindly sent our podcast a little care package. Busy deserves an award. And I, I agree. I, I mean, I agree. they sent us the sweetest little note that like directly referenced all the way from Alabama to Los Angeles, um, they're rooting for us. So they're always, it rhymed. It was So we're so going to root for Busy, obviously. And we are rooting for Busy because they support Grits to Glam. And, you know, we are just so blessed and thankful for them. But, yeah, the everyone really brought their A game to the uh, Bottomless Mimosa event. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, yeah. Our friend Reed kind of was a trooper. The One of the drag... Um, Queens completely like spotted him out, made him go up on stage for a whole three minutes, probably grabbed his crotch about 12 times. Um, but it was it was it was a really fun event. He there was such a smile on his face like throughout the whole thing. And I'm not sure if that was nervousness or him actually having a good time. But I think we're happy to report. I hope he did have a good time. Oh, yeah. And I mean, bottomless uh, mimosas free. It was How great. could you not have a good we time? We were wearing like all fun glasses. It was very like disco. disco, which is kind of like, I feel like we're going to a different um, costume event every single weekend. <laughs> we are. We um, are. I mean, we went to what? A disco event Saturday night this Saturday weekend. Saturday night. Yeah. We went to um, Frankie and Emma's birthday party. It was so fun. It was at the, the Friend, friend bar. which is a sister bar to the Little Friend where my birthday was two and weeks it ago. It's so adorable. They're both equally as adorable. I love the friend bar because it has that huge disco ball in the middle and it was so prominent because they had like a light on it. Right, right. And you can see the whole thing around and they have these like really cool blue floors. Me and Tristan um, did act as the DJ for, you know, a lot of it always. Right. There was which a podcast or no, sorry, there was a um, Spotify playlist and me and Patricia went up to each other and I'm pretty sure you came up and you're like, we need some more disco songs yes. in here. So she was actively adding to the shared Spotify uh, playlist to add like more disco songs. And of course, those kind of started playing. So, yeah. I mean, I think more bars need to include that in their um, offerings. Right. I mean, you and I love touch tunes. Right. Yeah. But, so we're you know, basically doing. But this is free. This is free. Touch tunes, so you know, nice. adds up. Oh, it does. And, and our you and I spend a lot of money on that. But that's OK. It's I think worth it, it would be cool because it's not like. It's you don't have to go up to the DJ and ask for your song because that's always like humiliating. But like there's got to be someone in the friend group who will, you know, take one for the team and go up to the DJ. Or right. in your case, I remember you will DM DM and or email them, which uh, it was definitely at the friend a few months ago where I they were just playing. He was playing songs that he wanted to play, which I know he 
got paid to play. He's the DJ. But sometimes you want to play crowd pleasers and get the whole crowd going. Maybe I should become a DJ. I really think you should. And I think that'd be a good clear, um, you know, path for you in terms of career. Right. And I would let people like give me, you know, suggestions, of course. But I wouldn't. But they wouldn't have to because they wouldn't have any complaints is the thing. Like they already know that you're going to walk in and they're going to have a great Patricia Flack inspired. Right. So in college, my nickname was Party Patty. So I think my DJ name would be DJ Party Patty. That is cute. That's also my Spotify name. So if any of you um, looked at my Patricia's Getting Old playlist and saw Party Patty, that is the reason why. It is so fucking long. I think it was like 19 19 hours. hours. And that's why we had to like skip so many times. But yeah, the other birthday playlist was really shorter. So we actually had so much luck when we were like adding songs. They would, you know, we would hear them in the... Within the next 10 songs. I forgot. I needed to announce that um, when we got to the party, I had learned my lesson from your birthday party and I had to see myself. I did not go into the bar yet. All the other people went into the bar. I went across the street to Jersey Mike's and got myself a sub and it was kind of a secret. I did not know that. Exactly. It was a secret operation. Um, I still did end up getting blackout and I spent $147 at the bar. So I don't know if it worked and I just like had a really great dinner by myself. Well, it did work because you were able to go to the next bar which was I Zebulon, to, which is fun yes, I went I did so good like I literally oh, oh my god <laughs> what? I, I, I forgot god I'm getting like um is this like what's today Wednesday scaries I literally stole oh if you're the bar <laughs> oh my gosh this. I forgot about this do mm-hmm. you still have it uh yeah it's in my bedroom okay go um, ahead tell them I what it is. stole the men's restroom sign um and if you are that bar listening to this this is more of like a bit it's kind of like a joke um, so I did not really steal it. But right, right. Yeah. No, of course if not. It's I not at our house in West Hollywood mm-hmm. at all. If I were to steal something, um, it would have been the men's bathroom sign. And it's one of those generic ones. Like, you can order it on Amazon. Like, I don't think it's going to bankrupt them. Right. I mean, we did kind of pay them a lot of money that night. So I think right. they'll be okay to be able Via to buy. Drinks. Right. So um, the bathroom line was so long. So I decided to myself that I deserve a little reward. <laughs> For my all my troubles, like I right, mean, I had course. been in line for like ten minutes, which for the boys' restroom, like, come on, it's pretty long. Well, I think it's because they were letting women into the boys' restroom at oh that my moment. God, I mean, I get it. Like women, I think we need more restrooms for women, and that's something I'm happy to advocate for upon for y'all. Because the men, like, we are super quick. We only need one. But, like, when it takes that long, I deserve a prize. So I had to steal that men's restroom sign, um, as you should. Okay, wait. So, what is your go-to club song? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I put this on my story last weekend. Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA. Oh, yeah. And we made the entire bar walk with us. uh, Or I guess I did because it's really fun when you get the whole crew and like walk to one side of the bar. It kind of makes more sense if you see it and then get everyone else. I think you have a video of it. So maybe we we can can put the video on Instagram. Yeah. But it was such a fun. It felt like truly a a movie like out of the 70s. And that was the theme. So it was like very everyone was so excited getting really into it yes we had to dress up and a lot of people told me i looked like axel rose but you know what i put that outfit together really last minute i don't even think i know what axel rose looks like uh me either but i guess me so okay cool that's cool. good visual i mean you're gorgeous so it like works right yeah so um, thanks oh Alexa's i mean yeah pulling up a picture <gasps> oh <laughs> we're posting this on instagram with the side by side by patricia 
Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose, which makes sense because Sweet Child of Mine is one of my go-to club songs. And so. you were really worried about the um, the bandana. <laughs> the bandana. She was. It was seventies theme. She was worried that she was going to look like a pirate, which like she looked yeah, like I a seventies cute, like gorgeous pirate. Like, what do you want her to say? I mean, apparently this guy. Um, yes. Okay. So we also went to both of us ended up going to the Lost City movie premiere last Monday. Oh God! Which was so, so much fun, but. You know, we didn't know we were going to have to do the red carpet, which... Does that intimidate you? Because the red carpet intimidates me. Well, yeah, because I've been to a movie premiere with Matt once before, actually on our first date. Um, and luckily, we did not have... <laughs> come in full circle, go into another one. But luckily, we didn't have to um, do the red carpet the first time. But this time, you know, you have to stand in line, um, you know, wait for your turn, which... You know, nobody knew who we were, so they were like, okay, why are we taking pictures of these people? It's so funny to watch but the photographers' reactions, because there are, like, first of all, to give you a visual, there's a sea of fans, out, uh, like, on the other side of the street, on the other side of the red carpet, and then there's all these photographers and press interviewing people. And you know, then, Sandra Bullock, D- uh, Daniel Radcliffe, like, Matthew Gray Goobler. All these, like, A-listers, and... Then there's us and like they it's so funny. They have no clue. And I was like a plus one there. So like I, there's no way in hell anyone knew who I was. And it was funny like to just like walk through the carpet and get our own solo pictures. We did have one photographer take our photo, which was so yes, kind. which I want to know where those pictures are. I have not. I've scoured the Internet. I've done so many keyword searches. So if you find images of us at the Lost City, please premiere, send them in. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. I sat by Daniel Radcliffe during the Oh, you did because we we were kind of more up front, which kind of. Was a bummer, and I remember they were calling everyone oh, out. We were I looked so back. close to the stage; it was so hard. <laughs> no, Anyways, <laughs> yeah, we had front row, middle. I mean, it's totally fine. Um, but when they were calling out the different actors to stand up, I saw where Daniel Radcliffe was, and then I realized y'all were literally two rows behind him. I mean, like two rows diagonal, so you could like it was like y'all were right next to each other. It was so scary, and I was scared to record. I did get a clip, um, and. You know, like when they were calling his name and announcing him being like Daniel Radcliffe and he stood up and clapped. But before that, uh, the reason I knew it was him was because the kid in front of me, I say kid, he was probably like a teenager, but he was pretty young. He was taking out his phone to record like a sneaky video, like zooming in on Daniel Radcliffe and a security guard came over to him. And so I was like, shit, I'm not even going to get like, I I don't want like not even like I just wanted it for me so that I could be like, I sat next to Daniel Radcliffe. Right. So cool. And he's in the movie and. Like, obviously, Harry Potter. I'm not, like, the biggest Harry Potter fan, but, like, I love the, you know, the entire series of the movies right. and the magic, et cetera. But it was just cool. So now I can say, maybe in my future, truth or li- truth or three truths and a lie, I can say I've watched, next, yeah. I've watched a movie with Daniel Radcliffe. Right. I mean, he was only there for, like, 10 to 15 He minutes. left, like, right at the beginning, but that's okay. He did, but we locked eyes. So. <laughs> okay, speaking of just, like, what we've been doing in the past two weeks... I, I've noticed that you have um, been playing some game on your phone every single night. Can you tell me what that's about and Patricia, why? I'm so ashamed of my I've unleashed my inner iPad kid. And if okay. you know what an iPad, ki- do you know what an iPad kid is? I mean, yeah, like a kid that's like obsessed with ga- like I feel like you give me the will scream at your children if they are iPad kids. And I, I don't want my kids to have iPads. Well, yeah, when you're sitting at a restaurant, I mean, you That's know. an iPad kid. So 
basically it's when you're sitting at a restaurant or you know at a, a movie and i'm not saying i will never do that with my kids because i know sometimes it's necessary but right, there's to a all different the parents out there like we absolutely understand that it the is screen time to make them shut up but like i'm gonna have to put in some like restrictions because like I can't have my child screaming at me that he needs to play games because he's going to turn into his dad because <laughs> I'm essentially an iPad kid. Didn't you stay up until like three in the morning the other night? I looked at my phone. So I'm playing this game. It's like one of those really stupid games that you get during like advertisements within apps. And it sucks because within all of these um, apps, there are other games that you can play. So it sucks me in. First of all, I've spent $15 out of my own pocket on a free game that I've been buying. $15 on a free game? USD, 15 USD on a free game. So I downloaded that for free, but then I've been purchasing because I did not want to watch the ads. I wanted new like um, suits and new colors and everything like that. Um, <laughs> so it's been very, it's called, um, I think, Bridge Builder, and it is just so much fun. Okay, so no one no one download Bridge Builder unless you want to turn into an iPad know, kid. I looked at my phone the other night. Um, yeah, you know, what's your I, screen time? I can't even, we can't even begin to discuss. It's over 12 hours, I know that. It Probably after I played that game, it was like 13 or 14. Praying, praying. But I looked at my phone, and it was literally 348. And I was like, oh, I mean, you're kidding. Like, I, I deadass thought it was 12 a.m., and I looked at it as 3, and I had to wake up for work at um, 9 a.m. Yeah, okay. So, well, next week, no more games. I no, guess. I'm I'm trying to actively. We got to get more like weekend re- or week recaps for these people, just not games, you know? Yeah, that's true. We need to give the people what they want. It's exactly. not my it's iPad not that, energy. But, you know, we had good weeks this past two weeks. We sure did. Let's talk about Kylie deciding to change Wolf Webster's name to no longer being Wolf. I mean, how do you just change a name? It, like, it is exhausting. It must be like exhausting being that family because there's. So many eyes. I love the Kardashians. I'm a Kardashian stan. But like, how do you just change a baby's name once it's already out to that many people? I mean, like you said, they are the Kardashians and they can do whatever they want. But yeah. I guess, I don't know. It's just cool because you think the main announcement would be like, oh, we're having a baby and like this is its name. But then it's like the baby's already born. They're like, oh, we're oh, wait, actually. He doesn't <laughs> seem like him. We just don't really feel like it's him anymore. So there but I thought Wolf Webster was cute. I know. So um, page six, um, we saw an article there with Kylie Jenner's um, quote on it that she put on her Instagram story. And it said, FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just really didn't feel like it was him. Just wanted to share because I keep seeing Wolf everywhere. Well, yeah, because you told us you that, told was, us that name. was his name. <laughs> and I was also seeing that like Stormy, apparently, Stormy. she had her eyes like Storm. And then she always wanted IE and then like bought like a lot of things with IE at the end. And then, and then finally she finalized it as Stormy with just an I. So I guess she's just kind of, you know wants to like you know trial run the names first before she decides what exactly their name the name of the kids should be i mean like i just don't know how you're like already rebranding your baby and it hasn't even been like a week with the child i mean i get like i've never had a child so like i don't know like when you look at the child like my first name is zachary like a lot of people are really shook by that yeah and they're like what and i'm like yeah i go by my middle name but i've always gone by my right like if you're gonna be Kylie, just give your daughter or son a middle name. Right. And I feel like she found out the gender for both of her kids. And I feel like, you know, if you know the gender, you can kind of start like seeing the or like kind of like identifying the even like the baby in the womb as Wolf or the Stormy or whatever it is. But like people that don't find out the gender, I kind of understand like 
them not really f- being fully attached to the name. Right. I don't know. Like you have a bank of names. Like I know we, me and you both have banks of names. Oh of like yeah, absolutely. What What are your top ones? I think we have some colliding ones, so we need to talk about that at some point. Um, Felicity. Okay. I also like, well, I like the name Ace because that's my cousin's name, and I think it's a cool name. That is a cute Felicity. Name. I love. That's like a fun. Like if I knew someone in high school or college like named Ace, I'd be like. Right, cool. right. But if I, you know, marry Matt, I can't name my kid Ace King. <laughs> right. Oh my God, that'd be sorry. So I don't funny. even know I'm supposed to say that. But <laughs> no, it's um, fun. Yeah, Felicity, you're in a relationship. Felicity, or I also love Cleo. Um, Cleo. Cleo. Oh, and um, Halston. Okay, I love all those. They're very like they're significant because a lot of people have those like traditional baby, like right. the most popular. But I think my name was very popular for the year because of like i think it was around the time of like tristan and his old and so i think like which is a movie right and so i think a lot of people were liking that name for that reason i feel like that's like with charlotte as a baby name right now right because like princess charlotte and i feel like everyone and their mother's baby's name is charlotte of course well charlotte's a cute name and you can have a couple of nicknames with it as well my top ones my top one right now has and forever always will be poppy poppy i knew that right yes. um and it's funny and you love banks too banks yes i think banks is so pretty but like imagine i've told this story to a couple people but never on the podcast a child named poppy watson i mean i mean that's like an act like that's a famous person like ready to happen i know and so like i'm giving her the life her or him really i could name poppy like really a boy or a girl i really right. don't care but poppy is such a gorgeous name it is funny because there's a club like in west hollywood called poppy Interesting loves Poppy. Have you ever been inside of it? I've never been inside of it, but I have taken pictures in front of it. But I just think it's rude. And it kind of like, it's annoying because like, I don't want to relate. Like, what if someone's like, oh, like, you know, did you name your daughter after Poppy? The club. I'm like, The club that I've never been to. Of course not. So Kylie, if you were listening to this, those are some good name suggestions for you. Kylie, um, you know, we're trying to help you out here. Also, if you need like a babysitter or like an aunt or an uncle, we can't probably provide. Right, you right. Know, you could provide us with aunt and uncle gifts. But, that um, we will give to the child. Yes, exactly. And they'll be from us. They'll, yeah, of course, we'll write like to the child, whatever their name may be, or, you know, from Patricia and Tristan. But we won't be able to financially compensate you on any of those. Right. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, speaking of the Kardashians, the new Hulu trailer is incredible i mean i got chills from it it is just a work of art i feel like the keeping up with kardashians the e-news one i kind of watched like sporadically but i feel like this new show like i will probably i will definitely watch like it looks so high res like it looks like it like a real like looking and apparently they're supposed to be recording the show more in real time like of course there's going to be stuff like snl that happened months ago but like they're supposed to be recording you know hopefully so we can see things quicker right because the last time it would be like six months later right yeah we were like obviously we know we know all this already happened but maybe that's how they continue to stay relevant because those conversations about them like they get brought back up right we'll probably be talking about wolf's name or whatever the name is gonna be like right in another six months when we hear about (laughs) it on the tv show if they keep it at that rate exactly exactly it's gonna be so good i i'm obsessed with any and all things like kardashian and just like you know i love watching the hollywood fix um paparazzi videos that's one of my favorite things to do which is kind of speaking of i was 
really, I was really scared I was going to be on it when I walked behind Sandra Bullock at the Lost City premiere because Connor was on it, right? I was, ho- yes, Connor, uh, Connor was Connor, our in friend it. Fob- uh, Fibula. Um, Fabula. <laughs> Count Fabula. <laughs> Hi, Fibula. Connor. <laughs> uh, Count Fibula, <laughs> also known as Count Fabula. Um, yeah, he was on Hollywood Fix and I was so, had I known they were going to be there, I would have been smiling towards him. I would have gone up and said hello and introduced it's myself. It's me. You're like number one fan. I know. Literally, it's so frustrating. But of course, they were focused on the larger stars there. And I was more focused on the um, the bar. So Yes. Um, yes. And exactly. I did get a little tipsy. And I was happy about that. Of course. Of course. And while we were, you know, while obviously I didn't know the Hollywood Fix was recording, um, I was, you know, seeing all these celebrities on the red carpet. And the, it's so small. And when you're like... You can't really see them until you're right in front of them. So I was like moseying on down the carpet, like being like, oh, my God, love your outfit, girl. Like, yes, love it. Amazing. <laughs> and I had lost everyone else. So it was just me and Brooke on the carpet. And then I turned to my left, Sandra Bullock. Which, Her beautiful pink dress. I mean, stunning. And so I turned to the left. The only words that could come out of my mouth, I love you, Sandra. <laughs> And she's, she literally looked up to me and was like, uh, love you too. And I, she was like, I don't know who the fuck that was. Yeah, like, why is this guy on the red carpet telling me he loves me? And I, I mean, have no idea who he is. And I do. And then there was another actor in the show. where He was just wearing a stunning suit. And I said, I love your suit. Like, it's so gorgeous. And then, right. like, the security like looked at me weird. And I was like, I don't even know who this is. But apparently he was somebody as well. I haven't figured out his name, but... You know, he was, you know, doing, he was in he stood well. up when they were announcing all the celebrities. So okay. I was assuming he was in the, yeah, obviously. I'll get the name for you and we can put up a photo image as well. Right. Tristan. Yeah. Hey, Patricia, what's up? So <laughs> if you were on a red carpet and you saw Harry Styles, how would you act? Would you freak out or do you think you could play it like cool? Babe, I think I, you and I would have the same reaction. First and foremost, I would um, drop and faint to the floor, which is... Well, yeah, well, I want to make him fall in love with me. So I think okay, I would. I, I'm getting there, Patricia. Jesus, give me a second. Number one, it's a step process. Number one, stop faint to the floor due to internal combustion. Right. Your your body couldn't handle it. It goes into shock. Okay. Like Absolutely. when you are in that much shock, your body is going to shut down. Secondly, have one of the EMTs at the venue. Hopefully, you know, they're around. Come back and breathe life into me and maybe get me a water. Or Harry Styles gives you mouth to mouth. Holy shit. And I don't even know if it's because I'm thinking of like fanfic (laughs) from from Brooke and Connor's (laughs) podcast. But that would be a good fanfic. You pass out on the red carpet and Harry Styles is the EMT. Wow. Wow. That is Yeah, that's hot. That's hot. Okay. And so, all right. Yeah. Harry Styles is the. So maybe. All right. That would be ideal. Okay. Another scenario. So this number two in that scenario. So first you've got the fainting. Second, you get your shit together. You drink some caffeine. You're all good to go. You make your way over to Harry Styles. And what I like to do with people in the public eye who are obviously like influencers, celebrities, whatever, is mm-hmm. just like, well, like obviously tell them like, I love your work. Like, I think you are absolutely amazing. I met Olivia Rodrigo. You know, I was in shambles <laughs> and the only reason i was able to um, put together words was because i was tipsy yes and it can be awkward going up to a celebrity which i don't think i think harry would be like so cool with it like he would be so welcoming give me the biggest hug right right but and i feel like you could obviously like pretend you were james corden you know right and play with that like narrative but yeah it's i think 
it would be just amazing. I would dive into his arms. I would hug and then he'd probably ask me if, you know, we should if just... If he could take you home? Well, yeah. So, like... Which, be- speaking of taking you home... Oh, Lord. What... Oh, the my God. The new album. The new album. And so, what Harry's I Harry's home. Sorry, go ahead. What I was going to say... Sorry, we need to talk about that immediately. Um, but... Harry Styles would, you know, pick me up, obviously, you know, holding me in his arms, which only makes the most sense. And he would take me um, by his hands with all his security guards surrounding us just so we're safe. Throw me into an Escalade and then take me to a dive bar. We have cheese fries, beers, maybe some tequila shots. And then he's like, let's go to Malibu. I'm like, okay. So his driver takes us there because we're tipsy. So you've really thought about this. Yeah. Why? What's the problem? Of course I've thought about it. I've thought about it in very intricate detail. Um, But yeah, I think uh, that would be a good night for us. But the album, I'm... Harry's House. So excited for it. It's... As it was, is that the new song that comes out? Which did, wait, did you hear on TikTok the um, where people are predicting what the sound would sound like? Well, he put out a little video today, and I think it's a little snippet of what the song's um, gonna sound like. I haven't, like. I haven't seen it or heard it. Well, Tristan, I mean, I sound like a horrible Harry Styles fan. I literally. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it's only like fifteen seconds of it, but yeah. So it comes out tomorrow, uh, midnight UK time, which. You know, it's probably five o'clock here. I don't really know what time that is, but yeah, we're not mathematicians or scientists. How will we know that time difference? But a lot of people are thinking he's going to actually put out. Well, number one, it's April Fool's Day. So is he going to fool us and put out the entire album or is he going <laughs> to fool us and not put anything out at all? I'm sure he is so devious. He would definitely do. He something is. Like I know. And have you seen all those TikToks of him like basically saying like basically like putting the Easter eggs in all of his concerts of like, Can take me home. And yes, the yes. Um, in New York and Madison Square Garden when he was dressed up as, as what is it, Dorothy? Dorothy. Yeah. And they're all, yeah, it's so. I cannot. I love when artists do that. Taylor Swift's really good about that yeah, as she well. Yeah, she is. And I'm like, of course, Harry Styles is falling in her like footsteps. I mean, how did we not even notice this though? Like it is. Because he's not, we don't really realize that he does these Easter eggs until now. It's because we are so jaded by his performances, by Golly, his yeah. looks on the red And his carpets. mysteria. Yeah. I mean, we are, me and Patricia have history over um, Harry Styles. Do you want to tell them what our first <laughs> Harry Styles experience in college? Together, yeah, because I went to a few of the One Direction concerts before, but then I guess my fifth year, when Tristan and I were, you know, attached at the hip, I was working at the store for one of my credits, um, and we were wanting to go to the show in Atlanta, which is about like an hour away from Auburn, we he kept on coming to the, the store I was working at. We bought tickets in while we, he walked into the store for us. We drove to Atlanta. Oh, wait, I forgot a really funny part about that story. What? I think I put them on my credit card. And um, at that time, it was hooked up to my dad's account. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was on the phone with my dad. And I was like, also, dad, if you're listening to this, sorry. But he was like, uh, I think I've told him this story. But he was like... Uh, like I was like, can I go to the concert? Like me and Patricia are so excited about it. Yeah. And he was like, just giving me a little bit of shit being like, I don't know. I don't know. But like I, he, he obviously wants me to have fun and go. And um, before he could even say yes, he heard the email confirmation <laughs> in the background. And he was like, what was that? And I was like, nothing. Nothing <laughs> at all, dad. And it was the tickets going through via Ticketmaster into my account. Yep. I remember we immediately got in the car. I think I got ready in the car. We went to Zaxby's and had a time the time of our life. That and, was a great. Experience. You know, we're about to have our third Harry Styles experience together at Coachella. Oh. I mean, that is basically the only reason why I want to go. I'm getting so nervous. We have to see him 
in what is it two weeks like two weeks which i'm glad he's putting like i I feel like he'll definitely sing some of the new songs if he doesn't it'll be a disgrace to humanity and i don't say that lightly right but it's okay if we have to hear those other songs again well oh my god i would listen to it for hours and hours if he was the only performer on that lineup i would listen to it yeah i would still buy the ticket not a question in my mind um what are you gonna wear we have to impress him i don't know I feel like you have to wear something so good at Coachella. It's basically the New York Fashion Week of LA, but it's like, you know, different kind of fashion that I don't really. Right. Well, and we're all sweating. As you guys know, I have a But it's like Palm Springs problem. is like hot during the day and then it's cold at night. So it's like. I've never been. I only drove through Palm Springs on the way to like moving, moving here. Moving here. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We really need to think of that. We need to like go to brands, th- Instagrams and like. If you're a brand and you like need to send us like any cute any, and fun if stuff, if you just need to, like it's totally cool. Yeah, if, so if like, your manager is like screaming at you, being like, "We need influencers." Yeah, we need influencers. Like, of course you should. I send mean, them. yeah, we're like you know, small take on an influencer. We're like homegrown influencers. Exactly. You know, like we're not like your traditional Kylie Jenner. We're like the homegrown version of that, and <laughs> we're, we're the proud grits of, of that. We're the grits of that, and we are very proud to do that for you guys as a brand. <laughs> I mean, personally, I'll probably be shopping at like Target or H and M. H and I could try Shein. Do you shop? You've never. Do you shop at Shein? Um, I mean, a few <laughs> years ago, I got a yeah. I went on the website one time. <laughs> Patricia has a shopping problem, and it, we can't even divulge into that conversation. Well, luckily, the dress that I ordered that came in today does not fit, so I get to return that, and I'm good about returning. So you need help in that department, and well, yeah, I know. So that's why, yeah. I mean, I I wish I had your style. I think you have amazing style. But I, I mean, Target doesn't offer those kind of things for me. And I really need to step up my comfort zone in terms of fashion. I did recently um, have the, a new addition to my staple piece wardrobe, which is the bandana. Yes, you just ordered like 20 of those. 20 of them in different colors. So ready for Coachella. I'm going to have a different color every single day. And I am too thrilled about it. And I feel like I'll wear one that like maybe one of Harry's favorite colors so you can see me in the audience. I'm thinking red is going to be his color for this album as he's wearing that little red jumpsuit. I love the color red. Me too. It's one of my like uh, secondary favorite colors. It's good for like I feel like our skin tone, the blue eyes. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really cute. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm also nervous for um, Coachella. I think it's going to be absolutely bonkers like but we have a fun house we have a fun house i we do s- not know what ex- what to expect though i don't either um vizzy is sending us a lot of um vizzies for the house so i'm very excited about that shout out vizzy again i mean again i, I mean, cannot vizzy, say enough good cannot, things yeah. um so yeah I'm, we did splurge on vip which i am very thankful for i've never gone to a festival vip before so we'll have a full rundown the week after coachella yeah but it will probably be exhausted but it will be a good i'm thinking it'll be good for like a hungover episode oh yeah maybe we can record it we'll be like hungover for days i already in preparation took monday off of work because i was like well yeah because i don't even think we're leaving until monday yeah so there's not even a chance in the world that i could open a computer because i don't maintain that physical power when i'm hungover can't really get out of bed either so (laughs) speaking of coachella you know who's performing who megan the stallion oh lord i can't wait to hear tuned in freestyle as i think you made like probably 20 videos on that patricia there was a gun to my head i had to make that many right right that makes sense okay i mean and i will continue to make tiktoks to that dance before talk about someone. No, no, no. stop talking about me since y'all hate a bitch so much <laughs> i 
love that song. If you're ever feeling down and you need to like, you know, feel a little bit more powerful about yourself, learn the lyrics to that and just sing along. And it is just a life changing experience. I promise you will not. Okay. Note to self. I will learn the lyrics. I I really think you need to. And I would also like for another person in our friend group to learn all the um, words. Okay, fine. I will do it. As a roommate, you should do that to support me, babe. Yes, of course. Of course. Her performance at the Oscars. Cannot say enough good good. things. She was. She just like came out of nowhere and I was like. I mean, she we don't fucking killed it. I've only heard the like, we don't talk about Bruno song like on TikTok. And I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. Like, cause I love Broadway theater. It felt like very Tony's kind of vibes. Yeah. And Lin-Manuel Lin- Lin- Miranda. Miranda. Wow. That's yeah. a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, so that was really, so, but when she did that verse and she pointed to Zendaya in the crowd. When <laughs> and she then they like, had the whole, like whole, like, ensemble with them I, yeah. insane i've watched it probably six or seven times on youtube now and i think it was such a good performance it's such a good tie-in between the oscars and then you know Megan didn't they ask her like really like like really a few days before because i think her I tiktok know. was saying something about that oh maybe i don't know i didn't hear about it but if so she did a great job and of then she, she was in puerto rico i think and then flew there and then flew back her tiktoks are insane. <laughs> insane they're so fun she's always traveling always performing i don't do you think you could be a, a performer who goes on tour for a living i think you would get such a good like in, or, um adrenaline high yeah I mean, but yes, you get an adrenaline high, but you know they've got to be exhausted. Like, yeah, but and then do you, sing- do you see their bank accounts? Oh yeah, I know. And then I feel like you have some rest. Yeah, like for like thirty seconds on the tour bus. But I yeah. think I can't imagine. I feel like when I did theater in high school, like I really did get that adrenaline rush before going on, only to like forget my lines when I went. <laughs> you know. Yeah, on we stage. would do like two or three show choir shows, like when we had competition like a night so oh my god i love your show choir days we need you to do a performance maybe on a reel or on an instagram story okay or we can just show the video oh my god it's gonna be like glee live (laughs) i love that maybe we could get leah michelle to come and perform with you oh yeah that would be (laughs) controversial (laughs) but yeah sure sure we need to dive down the leah michelle rabbit hole one day did you speaking of meg the stallion did you like her red carpet outfit i did she was looking stunning and i know she got like a, a few people like didn't love it but yeah. i thought the blue was gorgeous on her it was elegant it i was loved how it flowed mm-hmm. i also really loved um timothy chalamet's outfit i think it was so the sleeves were really pretty and a lot of people again screaming that he had no shirt on i'm like it's, it's fashion yeah it's fashion like that is the one of the most photographed nights of the year yeah like, like you, if you're not do- if you're not doing something that people aren't talking about Let's give them something, something to, to talk, talk about. about. Talk about. <laughs> uh, We're like, we would never be Superstar 2 Tour. Let's give them something, something to talk about. Yeah. So. Um, and I also love yeah, Jessica like? Chastain. Okay. Her what red carpet. You? It was like the Gucci um, sparkle, kind of flowy, as well as I, I feel like people were very iffy on Zoe Kravitz, but I loved her look. Very Audrey Hepburn. Um. And then Dakota Johnson's outfit for the Vanity Fair red carpet was stunning. I believe it was a Gucci dress as well. Jacob Elordi doing a classic talk. I mean, he can do no wrong. I mean, I think it's great that he just showed up. And I mean, I love the fashion and when people try, but like it was also it's just like he didn't even have to wear anything no, crazy to like look amazing. Put on a talk and was like, all right, I'm ready. All to right, go. here we go. I mean, like insane. What is that like? What do you think about Zendaya's outfit? I loved it. I thought it was. Maybe a little casual, but I mean, like the top piece, the top piece, just, yeah. but 
I mean, the fact that the bottom was like, like you know, sparkles. Um, I loved the sparkle bottom. I thought that was But I mean, so I feel pretty. like she just can do no wrong also. I feel like we really need to be, and I know we were just talking about Twitter being negative, but I felt like the presenters on the red carpet um, at the Oscars were, or sorry, the beforehand, like the E pre-show. Right. They were being so nice about everyone. And sometimes, yes. like, of course we want to hype people up. We love a lot of these people. But like you have an opinion, have a little bit of an opinion. But okay. Another one I did not like was Courtney Kardashian's both of her outfits. Also having two outfits. So she was she. Well, she was Oscars at the Oscars because Travis Barker was the oh like, part of the God, band. Courtney. I was thinking of Chloe for a second. I was like, why the fuck was Chloe there? And then her outfit for the Vanity Fair. Mm, I just didn't love it. Yeah. I hated her. Um, her dress for the Vanity Fair party. It was. Again, I just like terrifying. Also, Machine Gun Kelly. Wait, that's not Machine Gun. What's his name? Travis, Travis Barker. Barker. <laughs> Sorry, it's getting confusing. They all kind of look similar. Um, Travis Barker. It kind of looks like he's in the Matrix as well. And then Courtney <laughs> just looks like a like, like a she's robot. wearing like I don't even know. But I did love um, Anya Taylor Joy's outfit for the Vanity Fair, as well as Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan looked phenomenal. Amazing. Like so good. Um, okay, well, obviously we have to bring this up because we're talking about the Oscars. And what do you think about the Will Smith Chris Rock thing? Oh Lord, that was just exhausting. Like I was just so shook that it happened. Like it almost seemed like it was scripted. I think that's what a lot of people in the audience felt like. And I, I think mean, Chris Rock was thinking that too when he was yeah, like running up like, to I him. I mean, I wish someone would have told me that this man was going to slap me straight in the face. Right. Cause I mean, he was sitting there laughing at it until he looked at Jada. I mean, my opinion on it is that should never have happened. Right. Obviously that's awesome to like, you know, after the fact, just go up and be like, Hey, that wasn't cool, man. Yeah, Jada like, is like, like you know, subtweet him on Twitter later. Like it's exhausting. <laughs> Twitter's the way to cancel people. Come on. Now. I mean, just like talk about him later and then, you know, you can do it. Or I just mean, in my opinion, I think he should be banned for, from the Academy for a few years. To oh, show. wow. How like, long yeah, do you think? Yeah, like two or three years. Okay. Because it like. Have you talked to him about it? Yeah. I just kind of told him like, you, you know, you can't do him? that. <laughs> you can't do that. And I think it's also, you can't, um kind of set an example like oh if he gets away with this i can too kind of thing yeah. i don't know i saw it's people like, were gonna take uh, or they were i don't think they should take his oscar away yeah, at I all but either. i don't think he I should think be able to the work that he did so that's fine right but it's like saying you know saying love does not like whatever you're saying like i love so hard well love is not violence that shouldn't be a way to like love right. even i think richard williams and his son did not condone what he did they're like we love hard but we don't love that way yeah, I I could not. I'm definitely team Chris, I think, in the sense of like. And I don't understand why he got like standing ovations. No, it was the whole thing was so weird. And I think it was like a weird Hollywood thing. And I don't I don't think it should have happened. I think it should have been handled somewhere else. Like, cool that you're sticking up for your wife. But like there's a, a right and a wrong way to do so. Right. And slapping a man on national television that had to be edited out in the U.S. Thankful for thank you Aust- for Australia, Australian TV for giving us that content. But I think there's just a you know right and wrong way to do it, and he de- definitely went away. What? <laughs> definitely went about it in the wrong way. Right. Right. Like he definitely has some bigger issues that were stemming up from that. That he needs to handle on his own, not taking it out on Chris Rock. Yeah. Or bigger issues within their relationship. That was just bad news, bad press. Not his best look. Speaking of the um, bad press in the world, I know, sorry to change the subject from the Oscars. We need to talk about 
sex life of college girls news and i also do want to before we get into the bad news if renee rap from the sex life of college girls if she is listening she's the actress that plays layton right i love her i mean absolutely stand her her tiktoks are amazing she's also a singer and is i mean i don't she does it all she's incredible yeah Anyway, her brother in the movie, Nico. Nico. Which we know we all love Nico. He's the, I would say, one of the most popular characters, you know, most talked about character. One of them. Because he's so attractive. So attractive. And like, he's just a welcoming force on the show. He is not returning for season two. Okay. Yeah. And so I think I was showing you this the other day, but Dumois posted some blind saying that from before they even filmed season one, they weren't even considering having him on season two. So I'm like, okay, you literally just have him on once, like be like the most prominent character on season one and then just like kill him off for season two. I mean, it, it seems rude for them to do that to us. Yeah. Like they haven't even like bought us dinner with him first. Like, yeah, and like, then they're just going to kick him off the just show. Kick him off. Who does that? I mean, if it was mutual, like I guess he also felt like he didn't want to be in it. And a lot of people were saying, he might have an opportunity with Marvel to go on there. Like right, a, but I was saying, I guess, how would they know that before they even film season one? And, like, hire a different person. Like, there are so many different There's actors so many in the actors. world. so many actors. He just needs to stay on Sex Lives of College Girls. I, I know, and we're not going to get emotional about this, but, like, I will, because it was such a good storyline, and that show, if you guys haven't watched it, is... Oh, I binged it in a day. Because I was so mad at you, because you had It was like a few, like a month ago, I think, and you were like, you haven't watched this? I've watched this twice, and I was like... <laughs> I'm on my second, and then I started watching it with her again. It was, it's so good. I mean, it's a great story. It's so casual, and it's kind of like light, comedy, funny, feel good, like, yeah. about these girls who are moving out to college, and... Um, just like finding shows, themselves yeah like finding themselves they're like all their interests and um so yeah we're we're upset about yeah him definitely watch season one um just don't get like in love with nico don't, yeah because, don't get emotionally attached which right. you will if you, you will it. but just know that your heart's gonna be broken on season two but like why we do things that you know make our heart break on purpose like exactly so you if you are it's looking just to, to feel get something your heart you broken, know yeah and i'm trying to feel something if you're looking to get your heart broken move forward with watching it and if you're not still move forward, move forward with watching with it because it, it's great okay so i have some exciting news well spit it out babe so i was looking at our podcast email and we got our first fan email you're kidding i know you want me to read it to you i mean i would love to due to the fact that i'm exhausted and i can barely read the screen <laughs> okay <laughs> so it says hi pnt hi hi this is the first time writing into a podcast. Feeling crazy. First off, loving the pod, obviously. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Y'all seriously have the best energy, and I feel like I'm chit-chatting with my best friends when I was listening because I can relate so much. I'm going to cry. I know. <laughs> I'm a fellow grit, girl raised in the South, duh, who lives in Atlanta right now, so y'all's discussions about Barcelona Wine Bar and Johnny's had me rolling. Oh, my God. Uh, Our favorite. Barcelona sounds real good Yeah. Right now. Thank you so much also. That was so sweet. I know. So she goes, however, I recently got a new job based in LA and have been recently contemplating moving out there in a few months. I feel like I'm at a prime age where I have the freedom to do something I've always wanted to do. But the reality is it's so scary moving halfway across the country to a place you barely know anyone. And that feels like nothing like home. Given y'all's experience, would love to know what advice you have for making such a big move away from home. Oh, move away from hometown, family, friends, etc., and how to thrive in a new city. Would love to know both of your inputs, experiences here, making friends, finding community, and making a new place feel like home. Super excited for more pod con- pod content. Illy, thanks a bunch. 
XOXO, your number one grister. Oh my god. So sweet. That is such a sweet email. I never thought we would have a show that people write into and, and it is ask for so, our advice. That's amazing. I hope we do this justice because I would love to. Um, so yeah, so I feel like both of us have made the move and it's We can confirm it's scary as shit. It's scary, but you just if you have like an inkling of wanting to do it and if you have a job opportunity, you just do it. Um, the job I think was the main because like for me when I moved you know from Alabama to Georgia when I moved to Atlanta I was like it was my comfort place and I felt super at home there and I think we talked a little bit about this last time about me coming to stay with Patricia and Patricia you know like obviously like putting in the seeds of me moving there and right you know trying to make me feel as home as possible when I came which was super helpful um, I definitely would do a trial run of, I, I'm so glad I did just to really like know that I was falling in love with LA and the people there that I was meeting because it's really important. But if you can't do a trial run, I mean, I interned out here, you know, 2016 and I moved out here 2018, I believe. Um, and when I decided to move here, I literally told my parents I was moving there in two here in two days i slept on some couches for two months and then i moved in my place that i've been living in grits to glam baby. for four years now um i think the i think it's it's scary to do it but i think if you have the support from your family your friends yeah we get homesick but you you make your home and your community out here um i think you can always go back home um but if you have, like I was saying earlier, if you have the job opportunity and you think it's a good fit, you have to make yourself uncomfortable when you come out here. Seek discomfort. Exactly. Right. You know, you have to reach out to those people you may or may not know really well or ask around to your friends. Hey, do you have any friends out there? Because a uh, community really makes a difference out here. Also, we'd be happy to go out to dinner. I with mean, of you course. Yeah, seriously. Like we would absolutely love that. We're and the first dinners. people to call, babe. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're from the South. We love to like have Southern hospitality out here. Um, but yeah, I think. The, com the conversation is so hard to bring up, I think. And like, I feel like you had it a little bit easier. Like, I definitely have always wanted to move to L.A. from a young age, but it was such a hard conversation for me to bring up to my parents. And I'm sure they're listening now. And they're like, yeah, like we were all crying. Like it was a very emotional thing because it is so far away, like over 2000 miles away. And then sometimes your travels are, you know, you have to fly four hours home for you know, you can't make it home for every single weekend and every single holiday, which is so sad. But obviously you're, you know, the good side is like your parents and your friends can all come here and visit you. It's a great place to visit. Yeah. The hardest thing about making the move is telling yourself that. Just doing it. Yeah. Just doing like, it. Literally like, just doing it. Making those initial like conversations. The lucky part with you is that you don't have to tell your work that, you know, you're, you have a new job or you're moving to LA if you can ask to work remote. Like your job is here so you can say like I got an opportunity that I can't resist and this is something I've really always wanted to do and you know hope that your family and your friends support you. I feel like if they you know obviously it's a hard thing for people to grasp and understand but they're most likely going to support your decision because it's your life and it's your decision. Yeah ultimately yeah it's that and they and they have a nice place to come visit. <laughs> exactly it's Angeles. not like you're going to. Europe, know. where it looks like you only come home like once a year. Right, right. So, I mean, yeah, it, seriously, if you have any other questions, send them in. But, like, the first step is, like, making them. Like, people are like, how'd you do it? Like, was it so hard? I'm like, no, I just did it. And it's like, I think a lot of people just, like. 
it is very um I, think I mean i'm not i'm making it sound way easier i mean obviously it was hard like i expensive like yeah. the i you did you drive here or have your car shipped? i have my car shipped oh wow me and my mom so i think this was like a really fun i do regret it. not doing that but. it was such a cool thing so my mom and i went on a i think like 34 hour road trip and we divided it up so if you're traveling from the south there's like two or three routes that you can go through. And we went through Texas, which is like Dallas, Fort Worth, stopped there, picked up and then went to um, Arizona, which I have some family there. Um, and so it was really nice to just like get to have that time in the car with my mom. And it's like, didn't you get a ticket? Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't even. It is so annoying. If you're going to drive, drive the speed limit or have someone who doesn't care about getting a ticket. Like my mom, when she was driving which was a majority of the time, no tickets. And she was going way faster than I was. I So basically you have to be smart and, you know, look out for it, Tristan. Okay. And I, yeah, sure. Makes sense. I was bad about that, but I did get a ticket. <laughs> or, or you can be like me, like in my old car, I had a um, radar detector. Oh my God. They're I'm legal. I believe I don't own one anymore. If you are a, you cop know, <laughs> listening i do not own one anymore i think it's like crazy though because um well when you're driving down those two-way like roads there and is you're nothing, nothing like yeah. it's desert and then it's, it's like literally what you see in the movies like and you look down and you're like crap i'm going 95 miles per 95, hour and i think i don't know what he clocked me at it was like below 90 i think or maybe it was like 90 something and the speed was 80 where we were at and i was like i mean we're already going 80 like what right. is 90 gonna do and there's isn't no there a grace period I, I guess so, but he did not offer that to mm. me at this difficult time just due to restrictions, I guess, of him hating me. <laughs> well, moral of the story is if you want to move here, do it. And if you hate it, you can always go back You'll home. Al- you can always find your way back home and you can always visit, you know, your home when you miss it. It's only one flight away. It's really And not- luckily with technology, FaceTime. Yeah, FaceTime call. I think making a priority to... Be call in contact those people, with the people yeah. that you want to talk with and keeping it's on you to keep the relationships and it's on them to reach out to you so right but if that's something you're worried about don't be because you know I, I still feel like I communicate you know to my friends daily back home yeah. and back in Atlanta whether so. it's text snapchat <laughs> yes me and Tristan do love snapchat we love snapchat and I will not I will never not love snapchat. me either um well yeah so speaking of like our email, please send in. I know we had some people like send in stuff for our Instagram. I feel like it would be kind of fun for people to share. Maybe this is weird, but like maybe share their like um, road trip horror stories. Yeah, like, speaking of road trips. Yeah, like I feel like it wouldn't be, you know, obviously getting a ticket isn't the worst horror story. But like sometimes I do have to toot. And if you're my mom listening to this, like I was pretty gassy throughout the trip. <laughs> And she was more of like locked in the car with me. So like that was probably her own personal horror story. Probably. But I think it'd be kind of fun. Like, does your family own an RV? And do you guys do like a yearly trip? Like, I'm We'd so We'd love interested. to hear them. But yeah, so send on emails. Um, we are also going to answer some of the questions from the Instagram over the next, you know, few episodes. I think somebody sent in for you and Matt to do a like a little... Who knows Patricia, Patricia better. better. So that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. I think that's going to be so fun. Um, yeah. And Patricia, what's that email that people can send things to? Uh, that email. Great for asking. <laughs> it's grits to glam podcast at gmail.com. Thank and you that so is much. Grits to glam podcast at gmail.com. Could you tell us where to follow on Instagram? At oh all? yeah, of course. That is also grits to glam. Okay. Thank you so much. And we do have a TikTok that is also grits to glam. The TikTok's like under construction. We're working on I it. I mean, there is one TikTok on there, but I mean, we are th- probably going to have 
you know, video in the next few weeks. Yes, Shout out. We are going to try to my do mother. Shout out to Patricia's mother for investing in the podcast and wanting to secure us video usage. Um, so if you guys are interested in how I know us, some of you have been asking if we we're going to be on video, but that's definitely going to happen. It's TBD. We're a small business. OK, like we're a team of three. And we're getting up on the ground, okay? Yes, yes, but I think we're doing pretty damn good. Me too, baby. Me well, too. Thank y'all so much for listening this week to Grits, Grits and Glam. To Glam. And reminder to those people who have friends in those states we listed uh, we listed at the beginning to maybe just tell them um, you better listen. Yeah, and if you don't listen, like you know, we will be sending you a um, a letter in the middle. Well, that would be if they're talking about us and like in a right, negative right, right. way okay. they're not even talking about us because they like, clearly haven't heard that's okay, going to be alaska hawaii idaho rhode island south dakota and wyoming yep watch your fucking back uh, <laughs> we're coming for you we're coming for you yes well this was ex- <laughs> <laughs> yes um perfect <laughs> um perfect so great so um so tune in for episode live. three next um, week next yes, thursday next thursday we love you guys we love so y'all we'll see you soon. yes bye, bye. It's the